right, good day, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. As always, I'm your host, Justin Allen. And I am Moses Warchuth. And we got some stuff for you guys today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, man, so I got I to start off the show. We got to talk about something right off the bat. Let's go. All right, man, remember how I've been kind of like harping about uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he just did a uh, congressional hearing over censorship. Why would he do that? Well, he... So he's been like heavily censored by like YouTube, right? Damn, that's typically reserved for right wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, I mean, as a Democrat, you know, they're like, they're cutting him down, man. It's a, I think a lot of it is his opinions on like vaccines and stuff like that. That should tell you something. Yeah. Whenever the left is trying to censor, they're typically censoring some truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was it was it was many things, but that was a big one they kind of harped on. Uh, but it wasn't just him as a witness. Uh, there was there was three other individuals. There. Oh, okay. And uh, like one lady, uh, I think her name was Mrs. Morris. Um, she was the journalist who broke the original story about the Hunter laptop. Hunter Biden laptop. Oh story. shit! Okay. Yeah. So yeah. again, some honest truth. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. Like we couldn't go through and play it on here because I mean, it, it was. I mean, they had an intermission, but I think it was, it was over a three-hour hearing. Oh fuck! Okay. Yeah, and he did not back down at all, man. And they were just. It was actually kind of sad to watch, man. The Republicans seemed to be the only guys who kind of had his back, and the Democrats that were on that board you know that were like grilling him essentially we're just trying to like shut him up and they're talking over him and like all i mean it was just it was garbage man so again that tells me that he's probably talking about something real yeah and i uh there was one there was one lady uh on there and uh you know congresswoman and she i mean and you know i know everyone's got their opinions but she made every single thing about race she, she, was, she was a black uh, lady, I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, and everything that she talked about came back to that. And she was trying to paint him as a racist. That's the age old fucking argument. Whenever you don't have a land, a leg to stand on, you just fall back on the racism card. Yeah. And that she actually said in one of her statements that she gets accused of like, like, or people in general get accused of playing the race card. if They want to speak some truth. And he was just essentially like, what are you, like, what that, are you talking That's about? like totally opposite. Yeah. And like, so one thing that was interesting is she was like misquoting him. Right. And he had at one point referenced uh, the Tuskegee experiments. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're familiar with that. I mean, I, I, yeah. think, I think everyone kind of knows about that. You know how the CDC, our government was intentionally infecting and it was a black community. It was in rural like South with, um, sexually transmitted diseases mm -hmm. like injecting them with like syphilis and stuff like that and right? later on introducing the crack rock yeah. <laughs> that was the next generation but you know but uh in time so she was like trying to basically i don't know i don't know what she was getting at so basically she was backed into a corner of bullshit and had to toss the race card out so she could continue speaking yeah and well he he shut her the fuck down good stuff with that and 
he brought it up and he he talked about the director i think it was the director of the cia it was a, it was a gentleman that worked for the uh, not cia the cdc mm-hmm. uh and he was trying to for years trying to blow the whistle on the tuskegee experiments like hey like we can't do this right like this is wrong yeah it's human experiments like, yeah fuck this right and eventually he went to robert f kennedy jr's father who was the u.s attorney general told him the story it was like hey this needs to end and they went into JFK's office, the president's office, and then the Kennedys actually went down and shut that program down. So, dude, she, like, had nothing to say to that. He was like, are you, like, fucking kidding me? Like, my family shut that shit down. Yeah. And he Without them, it would have continued on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, she was bringing up all kinds of crazy shit, like replacement theory. Like, trying to accuse him of believing in replacement theory. Have you ever heard of that? No. What is that? So, replacement theory is this idea... That essentially, like, all these all these positions in society or whatever it may be, uh, white people are getting pushed out, minorities are getting pushed in, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, very, very aggressive affirmative action, essentially, right? So, like, how people think Obama won the presidency? Yeah. And he just completely denounced it. He was like, that is, like, racist. And he was like, hey. I mean, he didn't cuss, but he was like, that is bullshit, you know? But even more interesting was the lady who broke the story on the Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop, man. Oh, my God. I don't even, I don't even want to, like, quote it because I'm going to probably misquote a lot of what she said. But she was just like, hey, there's a lot to this story. There was a lot of, con- like, collusion. There's a lot of backdoor deals happening. Obviously. Yeah. And she, she just was like, she actually was laughing at some points. Did Like, are you? Like, that are it you was guys just like, that sick? insane. Yeah. Like- she was just like, there's no denying it. And they were asking about, like, you know, was, like, forensic work done on these hard drives and shit? Why wasn't forensic work done about the cocaine found in the White House? We all know who the (laughs) fuck had it. Wait, was there really cocaine in the White House? Yeah. You didn't see that? Uh Uh-uh. What was that? No, literally, cocaine was found in the White House. This was a couple of weeks ago. But what do you mean found in the White House? In the White House. On a coffee table somewhere? Literally sitting in a fucking cubby hole. Like, you know, where people go to deposit their shit, like, whenever they're going, it was. One of the places where typically like press and close family members, maybe of the president in it, but anyways, they um, <laughs> found some cocaine in there, but they were just magically fucking, it was a whole whodunit. Like oh they acted God. like they had no idea who left that shit, but yet they fucking got Osama bin Laden out of a cave in the Middle East, yeah. but they don't know who the fuck brought coke to the White House. They found like that Gaddafi dude in a hole, right? Yeah. Remember that I shit? Mean, yeah. But goddamn, leave a little white in the coke in the White House, like, it's a goddamn mystery. Oh, my God, man. I, I bet. And they've already came out and said, they were like, there's probably, it's highly likely we will never know who did this. God, dude, that's just like the most, like, But yet, if I was to ever have a little coke on me, they'd sure as shit know the who, like, they'd know who did that. Yeah, you're going to jail, dude. Yeah. you going to jail. Have fun. He's like. You're going to jail in America. That's a, that's a different story. He's like, don't I have a son that. Does, does that? They're like, no, no, it's all good. Oh, man, dude. I don't, I don't know what the hell, like, happened. The level of corruption. Well, like, you know, and, and, and like, I feel, maybe you feel like this. I, I don't know if it's just because, like, I was a kid, you know, 20, 25 years ago. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just felt like when I was younger, like, especially, like, in the 90s, right? Well, I was born in the 90s, but early, early 90s. Um like presidents just like I don't know they had like a like a presidential demeanor about them like they they, they had like you had like a trust in them even though they're and maybe, a respect yeah there may be issues or whatever but like 
it, it was never anything crazy. And then I think like once Bill Clinton got his dick sucked, then it was just like kind of downhill from there, dude. That was a goddamn free for all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, did I ever tell you like who like well some of my favorite presidents or whatever? No. Yeah, man. Uh, one of them I actually really like, and he he's a he's he's a controversial subject, you know. But was a George Bush Senior man. This guy was just a fucking gangster, dude. Um, so he started out, you know, he was a young guy, and he was in World War Two. He was a Navy pilot during World War Two, and you know, got shot down, all this other stuff, decorated. Fucking just crazy, crazy story there, man. And then. He ran, uh, I believe, for as a representative, and then he won, and then he went on to, man, oh, I get the timeline kind of confused. He went on to become, what was it? He became United States ambassador to the UN, and then he became like an ambassador working in China. Eventually, became the director of the CIA. So he has a fucking healthy record. Oh, it keeps going. <laughs> like, and then he becomes the vice president for Ronald Reagan for his entire two terms. Then he becomes president of the United States. And so at that point, he's already earned the American people's respect. Yeah. Based on his fucking credentials. Even if you don't agree with what he was doing. Like you gotta that, respect what he's done. Yeah, respect what he's done. And then that dude had access to like so much information over like 30 years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like... You got at some point you got to try. Like I mean, he ran the CIA, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I, I mean, know. we all know they can't be trusted. But <laughs> maybe in his time. Isn't it crazy how shit just keeps coming out? You know, about fifty years down the road, like you know, some new story oh, drops. Yeah. The or people who you thought were the most trustworthy are actually the most corrupt. Yeah, man. But you know, one thing I do like about George Bush Senior was uh, he's the only modern president who has never written a book. Like a, really? like a biography about his life, right? I mean, they don't write their own books, right? But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, he refused to have like any books published like under his name. Because uh, he was basically like, I'm taking this shit to the grave. So there's like basically like one book that's published by members of his family, mm -hmm. I believe. And all it is, is a timeline of U.S. history while he was alive, like in office. And they attach personal letters that he had written friends and family during oh, those times. Okay. To, so you can see, like, what was in his mind, like, what was he yeah. thinking and shit. So I kind of want to read that book, man. I think that should be, like, pretty good or whatever. He was like, today I ate three Little Debbies and smoked a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the ambassador of China. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But then, like, I, I kind of want to, like, know. I mean, I guess we'll never really know. But, like, what did he think about his son, George Bush Jr.? You know, he probably thought he was a bumbling idiot. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I don't. But I mean, given the uh, the car, the cars he was handed. I mean, he at least something happened. I mean, he handled shit, whether yeah. or not it was right or wrong. I or think the appropriate actions were taken. And it, it, it like you know, George Bush Jr. Man was kind of crazy. He was controversial a little bit in himself because yeah, he actually holds the record for the highest approval rating for any president in history. And simultaneously holds the record for the lowest approval rating in history. So, like, 9-11 happened. Everybody was American, right? They were like, yeah. Like, everybody had American flags. They were like, fucking go Waving them proud to be. Slamming Bud Lights. Not yeah, yeah. shit. You know? But, uh, and then as the war dragged on and 
all that shit. And then, like, really, honestly, him getting in Iraq, that's what fucking pissed people off. They were like, yo, like, the Iraqis had nothing to do with 9-11. Like, why are we even there? Yeah. And he's like, we've well, been pissing my daddy off since day one, so I'm going to go in here and handle this he's shit. like, I done held a grudge on you. You <laughs> thought I forgot. I'm back. <laughs> God damn, dude. <coughs> Got these bombs yeah. now. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, like, when you start reading into the Bush family, dude, like, that political nepotism is insane and in how far, like, it branches out oh, on yeah. a spider web, dude. Well, probably more like octopus tentacles than anything. But, uh, like, he went to, like, so both Bushes went to Yale, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what's at Yale? Skull and Bones fraternity, dude. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That conspiracy theory. Yeah, you want to hear some crazy shit? Listen to this. So George Bush Jr. went to Yale. And in, he got, he was clearly in the Skull and Bones. There's pictures that have been released of, like, his little, like, graduating class from that group mm. of like men or whatever and john Kerry graduated with them and they were like best buds like in college or whatever and what's interesting is john Kerry would eventually run against george bush jr for president they probably called each other up and was like yo man let's run against each other and whoever wins we both win yes so, so I don't know if you remember that election, but it was super contested and it came down to like, I believe Florida. And it was like a difference of like 27 votes. Yep. yep. They had to like hand count it like three different times. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, is like, as soon as George Bush Jr. won the presidency, he turned around and made John Kerry secretary of state. Mm-hmm. Which probably would have happened. It would have been the same thing if Kerry would have won. Yeah. He would have called up and made I, Bush. I really think so. Isn't it good to have friends in high places? True. Be like, hey, my boy, I got you. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I would love to be able to, like, just talk to those dudes, like, off the record for, like, a little bit or whatever. You know what I mean? They'll never tell their secrets. Yeah. <laughs> but the CIA now, like, is just fucking crazy, man. There's, like, all kinds of shit. I mean, you don't really know what to believe, right? But yeah. just knowing what has been declassified and released to us. And knowing what they've warm. done, dude. They've done some fucked up things. Oh, God, dude. Even going back to, like... All the major wars and shit. Yeah, the CIA and the FBI are fucking corrupt as shit. Yeah, yeah, the FBI is, like, getting real interesting. Dude, the FBI is, like, Biden's fucking guard dogs now. They're just goons. Yeah. They're just like, uh, we're not going to investigate this. Like, why not? Nah, they're like, uh, right-wing dude, we're going to fucking kick down your goddamn door. 78 years old, judge, you're done. Get out of here, like. Dude, speaking of uh, FBI, did you ever read uh, James Comey's book? No. All right, so I read that shit. And, uh, I mean, it was just about his life and, like, his career or whatever and how he became the director of the FBI and how Trump, like, fired him or whatever, right? And uh, he really, really harped on Trump at the end, like, in the last chapter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, freaking, he talked about, like, Hillary Clinton getting interviewed over, like, all those emails and all that shit and everything, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so he said that they decided not to pursue legal action against her because essentially it was like an honest mistake on her part. And he quoted in the book, he described her describing what the internet was and how it worked. And she said, because they were talking about cybersecurity and everything. And she said, well, no one can break into my computer because it's in my basement behind concrete walls. Like she was, so she didn't understand the internet. She was pretending she didn't understand the internet. Now, let me tell you something, man, this woman is a full fledged attorney. Okay, she was a senator. All right, that LSAT test and all that schooling you have to go through, there is no fucking way on this green earth 
you can actually become a full-fledged attorney and not understand how the goddamn internet works. True. So what she and apparently she has an extremely high IQ. Like genius level. I mean, IQ. she's extremely manipulative. So I, she's I, normally I, a trait of being smarter. I really think that she's like She's a goddamn criminal mastermind. A criminal mastermind. Yeah. yeah, dude. So I don't know, dude. She was worried about fucking video games in the nineties and then she was <laughs> off diddling kids. Like how's that fucking Sending them down to Epstein's Island yeah. or whatever, dude. Like my buddy, my husband Bill needs a new plaything. Yeah. Idiot. But all their like all their ties, especially with like, the intelligence communities, like you don't even know what to trust anymore, to be honest with you. No. I did read a cool, well, interesting fact. Did you know the CIA actually has a budget to finance Hollywood movies? I have heard about that actually. Yeah, this is like yeah. not even a conspiracy theory. This is like no, a real it's thing. legitimately proven. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like seven or eight movies they've like financed or whatever. And it's just wild. Like they they paint, they they do that to paint their image mm-hmm. to the public or whatever, you know? Because sometimes I wonder, like, you know, like what are, what are these people really capable of? You know? Dude, you remember that movie Airbud? Yeah. CIA. Yeah. Straight CIA sponsored, one hundred percent. The American people were a little bit too fucking. They were getting on their tail a little much. They were like, talking dog playing basketball. <laughs> we got this. Yeah. Oh my god, man! It's like or like anytime like there's like some major dirty shit going up, like they'll just throw something out in the news. Yeah, they're whatever. like people really liked. I mean, things were going down. Aliens were gonna get exposed. Why do you think they put out the new Little Mermaid? <laughs> added some racial situations in there to really upstart the community Dude, it kind of makes you wonder like you know what i mean especially like well, I'll, I'll just say one you know like all the alien stuff that they're coming out with it's like dude like we're on the verge of like going straight up to war with russia and they're just like aliens are real <laughs> but if, that, if imagine if that information would have been released in the 90s people would have lost their fucking minds now no one yeah. cares which i don't i don't understand that well, it's just kind of like, it's kind of like we've just been dragged to the shit, you know? Like, Is it that or, that's what I was going to say, like, are we just so desensitized we just don't even fucking care about anything anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is it going to take if literally, if they're like, aliens are fucking real and no one is impressed by that anymore? Yeah. That says something. Like, that's, Well, I, I mean, know. I think a lot of it too, man, like, we're starting to kind of just realize, I don't know, I just feel, I feel like we're kind of just starting to realize, like, dude, like, all these elected officials, like, really do not give a shit about us. No, not at all. Oh, I got a fucking great story about that. Um, so you remember, like, when you were in the military, like, I'm sure, like, you worked with a guy or girl or whoever um, who had, like, a family member who passed away. Like, a mom, a dad, a sibling, grandparent they were close to. Something yeah, like yeah. that, right? And then they had to go home for the funeral and all that stuff, right? All right, so check this shit out. I know this from personal experience. There is no fund to send a service member home for that. So like your so like if my mom die. died, I would have to pay for my plane ticket back home. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now there's charities and stuff like the Red Cross that like help people out. Like, and or you can take like short term loans out. Yes. And this is more like focusing on like the younger recruits who don't make a whole lot of money and all that. That's kind of what I'm more concerned about. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I don't give a shit about like some like. If you're a goddamn seventeen year old E seven, you ain't got the <laughs> yeah. money to pay fame. You're making home, six like, figures a year. Yeah, it's like that's kind of what you can afford that. Yeah. $800 plane ticket. <laughs> but what gets me is Congress. So like all of Congress, they have like a mutual fund between all of them. It's a travel fund that they can use to just get on a plane, go wherever they need to go, do their business. Go right? to the Poconos. Uh-huh. They just indefinite, right? Whatever they want to use it for. 
Do you want to take a shot in the dark at how much that fund is worth? Uh, 100 million. 500 million. 500 million. Half a billion dollars. Now, I even do you one better. How much of that money do you think they use every year? Uh, they probably use a lot of it. 3%. 3? On average. So they got 97% of $500 million yes. that are just wasted every year. So they use about $15 million a year on average. And then so you got $485 million that just sits there. And then meanwhile, you got like some E2 who's like, dad, I saw this, like some E2 kid whose dad just died. He can't afford a fucking plane ticket home. You know what I so mean? So they're like, sorry, bud. Yeah. Get to work. But all them, all those, all those motherfuckers, they get up there on those like pedestals, dude. And they start like bleeding hard America. Oh yeah. They're stuff. like, we put the people first. We care about you guys nah, so much. Dude. Fuck them, man. <laughs> they're lying to you. Yeah. I don't know. It's... But I mean, traveling's expensive. I get it. You have to have a font, right? You know what I mean? Like, but half a billion dollars, like, you know, like we have a whole air force. Like, why can't we just like be like, like, you gotta get your ass. We literally fly fucking training missions all the time. Like, put one of them stupid motherfuckers on there and take them to the goddamn Nevada (laughs) where they want to go. Dump it off in the desert. Kick them out, parachute. (laughs) You got this, right? Okay, cool. Do you travel? I love going to destinations, right? Mm-hmm. Like being somewhere, that's cool. But the traveling process, I absolutely freaking loathe, man. It's miserable. God, dude, like flying in planes, driving. I mean, I'll take flying in a plane over driving. Waiting in the airport. Yeah, dude. Going to security. Dude, this last time I traveled, man, I was in uh, Philly for a little while, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, what's one thing like Philly's always famous for? Philly cheesesteak. Exactly, man. So I'm getting there and I'm like looking forward to it. I'm like, man, I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat a Philly cheesesteak. Hell yeah, Philly, Philly cheesesteaks are good. Oh, they're good. But dude, I ate three while I was there. Every single one of them tasted like dog shit. How? Dude, I don't know, How? man. They were just like the gross. It was like the like just greasy bread. or no, it was just like super dry bread, like almost stale bread. Like, the meat was super dry. There wasn't a lot of cheese. Like, it was just, like, not what I was expecting. Dude, I picture, like, taking a bite of that motherfucker and then just drip it all into my beard. <laughs> like, immediately just gushing shit, dude. But you know one place that is good, if you can find it? Uh, we don't really have it around here. That Charlie's place. What what kind of... Is that subs? What kind of Yeah, it's like... It, they focus on, like, cheesesteaks. Okay. But, yeah, dude, it's 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 the best shit I've ever had. You know what my and shit that, is that is not around here? Fucking Steak and Shake. Steak and shake. I never had that. Man. Dude, I love that shit. They have a got. They have a menu of milkshakes, any goddamn flavor, and they're good. They're homemade, like made on the spot. Uh-huh. Ain't no goddamn Sonic bullshit. They're good. <laughs> and then all of their hamburgers they have a fucking plethora. All they serve is steak burgers and oh, shakes okay. and fries. Oh hell yeah! But it's fucking good. Is it an man. American chain? Yeah, I had it in Colorado. Oh okay. It's uh-huh. fucking good. Yeah, dude. Texas needs to wake up. Yeah, I like to. I had. Um, when I traveled to London, I had Shake Shack, right? I thought they were, thought yeah. they were pretty good. Man. Yeah. But I remember I'm sitting out there and I'm walking out and I got like a, you know, like a milkshake and like eating a burger, just like, ah, like on the street or whatever, just like a savage. And uh, all of a sudden, like, like a dozen people like swarm me. Right. And I'm just like, and this is like a true story. I mean, it's not a crazy story, but it freaked me out at first. So they all had like headphones on, like those Beats by Dre or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then I'm just surrounded in this crowd of fucking people. And they're literally just all dancing. Dude, it was a goddamn silent concert? It was a silent disco. 
And that was the first time I'd ever seen that shit. I was like, oh my God, dude. And they, like the guy leading it, man, like he was like the typical like spandex, like super overly enthusiastic. <laughs> what was what was that guy when we were kids that had that workout commercial? Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. It was it was some shit like that, man. There's like some Richard Simmons shit going on, dude. <laughs> it was like, hey man, you don't need to be eating that burger. You fucking had 27 carbs already this morning. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It's good. Look like they're having a good time though. I mean, they I, had a lot of those in Korea. Yeah. Did you ever do one of those, uh, what do they call it? I, I saw them in Korea. They would be like, shoot, I can't think of the name. It's like a, like you do like a 5K, but then you get to like stop at like a pub. Like there's like all these like, like bars yes, you have to yes. stop at or whatever. I want to say it was called a fun run, but that's not what it was called. <laughs> By the time you get to the end of it, it you're like, just wasted. <laughs> yeah, like fun run slash pub crawl type shit. <laughs> There is a name for it, but I can't think of it. Yeah, I wanted to do one, and then I, then I realized I was like, I don't have the cardio for that shit. Fuck running. <laughs> Fuck running. It was called a goddamn beer run. I don't know. Beer run? <laughs> <laughs> There's some weird shit out there, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, speaking of weird shit, you, you familiar with the actress Gwyneth Paltrow? That name is familiar. I can't put a oh, name God. to the face or whatever. I cannot stand this woman. I cannot... I can't, I don't even know if I can even talk about it, honestly. What does she do? Oh, dude, it's, uh, <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> so she like has, so she's famous. She's obviously been an actress for a while, but I think her big role is that she was that pepper girl in the Iron Man movies. Okay. It was basically like Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man's mm. assistant, right? Okay. And then I, I haven't seen them all or anything like that, but I think, because I did just start watching Marvel. You so, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> After we talked about it, and I was like, I've never really seen any of it. I was like, yeah, I gotta watch well, them. Congratulations. That's one more thing we'll never be able to talk about. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think they kind of developed like an intimate relationship or whatever. But uh, anyway. Offset so, or onset? Onset. Onset. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, th- I don't know, man. I think Robert Downey Jr. is pretty legit. When it ca- I think he's like a pro, like a professional, man. She ain't worth his time. Yeah. <laughs> but this woman, like in her personal life, is crazy really yes so she has a company that sells like i don't even know what the hell you call it but like new age holistic medicine or whatever the hell it may be like like bath beads and essential oils and shit you know if it was just that we wouldn't be talking about it so uh (laughs) she gets she fucking ups the ante i'll do you one she sells a candle that smells like her pussy apparently what the fuck would that like? How do you even create that scent? Dude, I, don't I know. wonder what her first. Maybe do people buy that out of curiosity? Well, she's at. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is she an attractive woman? Yeah, she's pretty. Okay. Yeah, skinny okay. blonde. Okay. She's, she's, she's pretty. I mean, I think she's. Pretty. So people would want to know what her first yeah. smells like. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But she also looks about ten pounds of crazy shoved in a five pound bag. Okay. So. Air on the side Depends of on how much you want to mold that clay. <laughs> <laughs> but like also on her, like I think one one thing I was reading about, I think it was a lawsuit. She had like this thing, uh, it was like, I don't know, like a marble or like jade egg, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like a steamed egg. Like you steam this thing and then women are supposed to shove it up there. And then like, I guess it's supposed to like make, like 
them smell better and then it's supposed to like tighten muscles and like all this other shit and then, anyway i guess like women were doing this and like getting like infections and like all kinds of shit oh, so like she was like you're yeah. not cleaning it properly yeah dude it, so it's i mean you gotta get on her store so sometime. they're just jamming eggs up their pussy yeah <laughs> that's, that's what i gather you're like what if paltrow told like i would never guess in a million years like that actress had that much sway i'd be like if tom cruise told me to shove something up my dick hole i'm not gonna listen to him yeah tom cruise is another crazy one man that's Scientology shit, man. That's the couch jumper. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember that when he grabs Oprah's over. hands and yeah, shit? Yeah. He's like, I love Katie Holmes. And then they get divorced like a few years later. <laughs> yeah. One thing I do like about Tom Cruise, though, is that, you know, he does all his own stunts. Oh, yeah. He's like getting old. Yeah. Whatever the fuck his last movie was, he jumped over some goddamn, like, probably Mission pretty, Impossible. Yeah, that was what it was. Mission Impossible 14. He did like, yeah, he did like this crazy <laughs> stunt. But he did it himself. Yeah, he does all that shit, man. Like that typical. Oh, scene. he he jumped off it. He drove a motorcycle over a like a fucking cliff and then jumped off of it and parachuted down. Like that shit's epic. God, That's man. like action movie shit. That's cool that he yeah. does his own stunts. But like he also, uh, I know you've probably seen it on the internet. That scene where he's hanging on the side of that air, airplane and it's taken off on the runway. Oh yeah, yeah. Like. That's actually That's him. him. And it's actually a realistic it's a scenario. Real, it's a real plane. Fuck. And he's just strapped to a body harness and he's hanging on <laughs> and this fucking thing is taking off, dude. <laughs> so I guess he's committed to the trade, man, but he's got that Scientology shit, you know? That's it, man. His fucking Thetan levels. They're off the charts. Yeah. That's he, how he can do his own stunts. He paid all that money and got rid of the Thetans, right? Yeah. That's how that it works. works. Is it they, gotta, do, do they want Thetans or do they not? No, you want don't. If, you're, you have, if you have a high Thetan level, that's not good. Yeah, it's like the trap souls. The yeah, because they'll jam that thing between your fucking legs, straddle your nuts, and be like, oh, fuck, you got a high Thetan level. <laughs> not good, not going to work. You got to pay us money. I still can't get over that South Park episode, man. It's like, funny. Stan as fuck. gets like super into it and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like a total. Total scam or whatever, dude. Those guys are crazy. I don't know, man. Maybe we should quit talking about those guys, dude. You know, they can like hunt us down from what I hear, man. Like they'll send private investigators. That's fine. I want one on the show. We can interview them. We can ask them all the it. questions. Try to shed a little light on this scenario. Maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe it's yeah. legit. Well, I know we talked about having guests on here, like in the future and stuff, you know, like local guys, you know, interesting people. But like, dude, yeah, there there was like someone who's a legit Scientologist. Like, I wouldn't even be rude. Like, I wouldn't even, like, make No, I just got actual questions like, for it. I, yeah, I would just genuinely want to know, man. I don't know. You, you think we could possibly, like, reach out online and, like, do it, like, I don't know, like, over Zoom or some shit like that? Maybe. If I know that's kind of cheesy. People if there's a, a true Scientologist that wants to expose himself and answer some questions. I'd be down to listen. I'd give it a listen. You know, don't knock it till you try it kind of thing. True. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Those guys are, those guys are crazy, man. But, uh, oh, I do have a crazy story for you. Well, it's not really crazy, crazy, but it is very coincidental. Um, so, you know me, man, like, think about, like, Moses and I, like, if we ever go out in a town or anything, like, if I say someone's name in passing in a conversation, like, that morning or, like, the day before or whatever, like, we will run into that person. Yeah, it's hilarious and terrible at the same time. Yeah, and it's like, I, there's like, I don't know, some sort of gift, whatever. Or a curse. A curse, yeah, but I can, for whatever reason, damn near physically manifest just about any person I want, right? And it's typically someone I don't want to see. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so when we were in high school, right, I think I was, a, I was either a senior or I was a junior. I can't remember. Um, we had a teacher. 
Okay, we both had her. Named Miss Davis. Okay. And everyone liked her. She was a nice lady or whatever. Um, she could be a little rough around the edges, but whatever. She didn't particularly like me because I was a solid 2.0 GPA student, never showed up, and basically didn't respect her class. So she was just kind of like over my shit. Called her class a little bit of bullshit. I overheard. <laughs> the start of a beautiful friendship. So anyway, like, I'm a... Uh, one day, I, I don't even remember exactly what I said, but I remember it wasn't that bad. Okay. But she freaked, she like freaked out. Like it became a thing. But I can't remember exactly how it went down, but I was talking to her. I ran into her in the hallway and I was talking to her and we were having a good conversation. And I just made a joke about taking her out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and this, this woman was like single too, like, you know, hardcore single. Yeah, and she was like, Mid thirties, yeah. if that, yeah. if that. Yeah, she was definitely over thirty. I would say. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. She could have been. I don't know. Yeah, you never uh, know. yeah. <laughs> and so we're uh, gonna say she was over thirty. So I make a joke. I, I, something like you know, I'm talking about me, you, uh, maybe Applebee's. <laughs> dude, Applebee's was two, still open. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> they got that two for Tuesday special. <laughs> Happy hour starts at five. I'll see you there. Right. You're like you're cool to buy me drinks, right? I'm like seventeen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, man, so, like, she, like, instantly gets defensive, right? She's like, whoa. Yes. And I instantly realized, like, she did not take that as a joke. Yeah. And she was just like, you need to stop right now, and you need to not take this any further. And I was like, man, I was like, I was just joking. Like, I, I literally, I folded it, so I was like, I, that was a complete was like, joke. Jesus Christ, I did not want to yeah. fuck you anyway. And so then, like, she just, like, stormed off, right? And then, like, never made eye contact with me again. Like, none of this other shit, right? So I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, I didn't, I didn't think it was that big, big of a deal, right? She was like, you fucking pervert. But at that fucking time, in the news, in our country, like, it was just all kinds of teachers getting in trouble for fucking students. Yeah. So I think she was just trying to, like... Distance herself yeah. and play it safe. Yeah, cover her ass on that one. I know she really had to cover her ass. She didn't do anything. So, but, you know, sure. but, like, just get away from it, you know? Like, like you said, man. And, um, so anyway, I, I never give it any more thought. I'm like, whatever, cool. Like years go by, years go by, man. I go to the military, like all this, like, whatever. Right. I get out. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to school. Right. And I'm walking through the hallway and sure as shit. I think this was like a day or two after I told you this story. Sure as shit. She's walking down the same hallway, <laughs> like in the opposite direction. So we pass and dude, the look on her face was just like, what the fuck, right? Like, it was almost, there was like a moment where it was like, should I say hi? Or, eh, no, we're going to leave that, you know? And so then I asked one of my friends, I was like, hey, you know, like, was that Miss Davis? Or they're like, yeah, 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 how do you know her? I was like, ah, eh. Had a couple of awkward confrontations there. <laughs> you should have walked by and been like, so this is where you've been. <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been looking for you for years. Or like just leave like a rose just be on your like, desk. Be like, I'm over <laughs> eighteen now. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny, like just leave it like I'm like, like box of chocolates. Leave like an apple with a bite taken out of it on her desk. <laughs> be like, no. so how about that dinner date, dude? Yeah, man, uh, dude, it was it was it was awkward for her. It was awkward for me. I was like, whatever, but you know, I don't know. I was just kid joking around. You know what I mean? So. Like, 
Maybe I was an asshole. She was trying to play it safe, man. She didn't want to get caught up. <laughs> she knew she game. would catch feelings. <laughs> she knew it would be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I should swing by her office and be like. <laughs> maybe so. Try to rekindle the old relationship. She'd be like, "Look, I know we left on a bad, bad terms, but uh, I, I miss you, baby." Yeah, <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Okay, <laughs> like I've, that whole I've matured now. I've matured. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I've, that's definitely a interesting situation to say the least. Because that means that was the last person in the world I was expecting to see at the university. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she teaches there now. That, that that's what I should have mentioned earlier on. That she, would be. She's a, she's a teacher there. Lecturer. That would be weird as fuck. Yeah, I you thought sh- about taking you, her class. Yeah, I was going to say, you should have been like, <laughs> what class are you teaching? I'm, I'm, I'll be seeing you later. <laughs> just never break eye contact. But then like it's just like totally just me full of hate. Be like, do you know what my life has been like? <laughs> take, take the class and just every day just walk in there and just stare at her and never do anything else. Just fail the fucking class. Like, don't do any work. Just go in there and stare at her for an hour. <laughs> like, don't even smile at no facial yeah. reactions or whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> I she, can put on a good face if I need to. She would probably... Call security and be like, "This this person is trying to kill me." Oh no, no I don't think it, it wouldn't. It would wouldn't have Maybe I mean, you never know. You never know, right? Depends on how we, how you want to play. <laughs> oh man, speaking of like security and stuff, dude. Uh, I know we kind of mentioned it earlier. You said you wanted to talk about it uh, a little bit. Um, so when I was, how do how do I word this without like incriminating myself, right? So how, how it works in the military, whenever someone's stationed anywhere, whether it's in the continental United States or overseas somewhere, Europe, Japan, anywhere in Asia, whatever, uh, there's always the typical uh, the blacklist, right? Oh, yeah. Like, places you're not supposed to go to. Places you are not allowed to go to. And for the most part, those places are based on legitimate reasons. Yeah, like, typically it's violence, drug use. Anything that military members are not supposed to be indulging in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, anyway, uh, when I was stationed, um, I don't don't even know if I want to say it. (laughs) Say say in a foreign country. (laughs) When I was somewhere in America, I'll put it that way, okay, Um, there was this club that was blacklisted, right? And... um, I, you know, at, at this point, I, you know, I have a part-time job while I'm in the military. I'm actually working at another nightclub as a door guy, checking IDs or whatever, just trying to make extra money, just doing it on the weekends, right? So I'm getting ready to leave this base or whatnot. And uh, I'm like, man, I want to try this blacklisted club because I had heard that it was just crazy. <laughs> like, it was just insane. And <clears throat> so it was essentially a, like a black club, Right. So it was a blacklisted black club. Yeah, there you go, right? And, uh, like, the entire parking lot, like, when you show up, it, like, looks like a rap video. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, jacked up, like, old boxcars, like, on So they rims. got some badass music systems. Oh, like, yeah. I'm dude. all about it, that it, shit. I, good, I love that gold stuff. Gold chains, like, pit bulls out there. Like, you fucking name it, dude. Like, dudes walking around big-ass clocks, like, Flavor Flav and shit. Like, it was, it was a good fucking time. I was like, all right. But I'd always have to go past this place. But I can never go into it, right? Yeah. Because it was a different club. And I don't remember the whole backstory on why it got banned. I think there was someone in the military who got in a fight and then he got beat down by like five dudes. And then the base was like, It was okay. probably some gang shit. Yeah, there's a lot of that that's going on there. And um, so anyway, 
I, it's like my last couple of weekends there, and I'm just like, dude, I cannot pass up this opportunity. <laughs> right? You have to find out what it's all about. Yeah. At this point, my at this point in my life, like I'm fairly. I mean, I got my you know career and stuff, but like my free time, I'm pretty reckless. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, well, shit, man. Like, cause you know how the base has like the base investigators, and they they look for that shit, right? Like they go out and they're like trying to find their people doing things they shouldn't be doing or whatever. Right? Oh yeah. And I wasn't I, I wasn't doing like any drugs or anything like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've if you're in the if you're in OSI, that's look at that as an episode or like look at that is you're in the movie training day. Yeah. You're going to go up. They're going to be like, you got to you got to hit this line. I didn't know you like smoke wet. Yeah. That was a good movie, dude. I love that movie. I might go watch it tonight, actually. It was good. We should throw on popcorn. We should do a live episode, throw on popcorn, and then just like literally commentate like training day one day. <laughs> I would be down. I wouldn't be opposed to that. You think we get sued for that? No. Uh, no, because that movie, uh, what's, what's that Canadian show? Something, Movie Theater 3000. Oh. No, it's, it's literally a movie. It's literally a movie where they play a movie and robots commentate on it in a movie theater. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's, it's old. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that out. But, uh, so yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, all right, dude, like dog, like I gotta go see this. Club. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, at this point I've been working in the nightclub industry for well over a year. So I knew a lot of people in the scene completely away from the military. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What did they say about the place? Who? Like the people it, I knew. Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, I'm sure you knew people that have like been there before. One of, one of my good friends, uh, who was a black guy, we actually, we actually talked about him on the show, um, before. He said, uh, I would not take your Wonder Bread ass in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so even he issued a warning. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I cannot. I cannot. I must know I what goes on know in this place. What, what was it place? called? Do you remember? It was called Coco Pelli's. Coco Pelli. Okay. Do you know what Do you know what that means? I don't. Okay. So I'm trying to believe it is a Native American goddess of fertility. I believe it's the Okay. Okay. And so, have you ever seen like the image? You'll see it a lot, like in um, like Arizona, New Mexico. I mean, you know, you, know, you spend a lot Oh, of the fucking dude blowing the thing. Blowing the flute. Yeah, the with the three like, hair deals. Yes. Yes. So okay. That's Coco Pelli. That's, that was their logo. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's a uh, a god goddess of fertility, right? Okay. Which I just thought it was like an interesting name for a club. It's like, are you trying to like insinuate like come people here? People are getting pregnant out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're just knocking people up left and right, you know. Based off of what I know so far. I feel like that club was established in the seventies, but I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 think it, I think it actually has been there like a while. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's still open by any means. It's been a long time, but, uh, so anyway, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. Right. And you know, like you're always like covering your ass while you're in the military. You're doing anything you remotely Even should remotely do. should not be doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even though I don't feel like I did anything wrong. You know, I just went to a nightclub. So I go and I get like a wig right like a men's wig that has like longer hair that's like layered and shit you know uh just think 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 like think brad pitt in uh world war z okay okay, okay. we got some shit going i was on. thinking like some zach efron type shit like. that actually might be yeah it was a little shorter so yeah some zach efron shit okay. going on and then i throw a beanie on right and then i got like sunglasses on and then i get temper <laughs> i get temporary tattoos i put i think they were swallows like the bird i put one on each side of the neck and then I get like another tattoo, like fake tattoo on my hand or whatever. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going, man. And I go and I wait in this line, dude. <laughs> so you're fucking fake neck tatted up, two swallows. 
Oh, <laughs> man. A wig on, a beanie, all this shit. And dude, like, I'm like walking through this fucking parking lot. And it, it's not a multi-story park. It's all flat. Right? Okay, okay. So to kind of paint an image, right? And it's right outside the door of this place. And dude, I mean, there's like cars on hydraulics. Like, there's like women just like twerking and shit. Like, I mean, it... Like, imagine a, a set for, like, a little boozy song, <laughs> and that's that's what you're working with, you know? And then here's, like, my ass walking through them, totally out of place. They probably just thought I was a cop or something, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, yo, what's that swallow neck motherfucker doing over there? <laughs> and so I go, and I'm like, I'm waiting in line, man, and I'm just, like, seeing and hearing all this crazy shit, man, and it's just, like, like lingo and shit. I'd never even fucking heard. I was like, damn, man, you guys are, on like, on a whole nother level, like, you know? And so I get into this club, and I'd always heard rumors about this club, that it was just like, anything goes. Mm-hmm. Right? There was just anything goes. And, you know, it's not like a strip club, right? It's just a typical nightclub bars. Yeah. There, right? Man, I get in there, and it is the wildest shit I've ever seen in my, in my life, dude. There's, like, dudes walking around with bottles. Like, so many women are just, like, there's just, ass, like, ass everywhere. Just ass, ass, ass. <laughs> like, everywhere. And they're just, like, I mean, it's not like... Just standing there. Like, I mean, they're like actually like twerking, like just all kinds of Was there of live music or like yes. a DJ yeah, or no, like? There was like live performances of like local like SoundCloud rappers okay, and shit. Dude. Okay. Like, and it was like, there was like dudes like literally smoking blunts in the club. And I was like, oh, this is why we're not allowed to come yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, but dude, it was a. Um, and so I'm sitting here and then, then the reality hits. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I, I realize where I'm at. And I'm like, I don't know anyone here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's so like probably one of the only white oh, dudes. That was there. one thing I did want to say. I was literally the only white guy there. Was there so was there someone like <laughs> was there someone checking IDs there? Yeah, they were checking at the door. Did, did did you not get the weirdest stare? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. There I was could like, just imagine like a a black dude checking your ID and being like, What the fuck are you doing here? You know what's funny? He didn't even charge me a cover charge. Really? Because I don't think he thought that I was going to be there that long. <laughs> Fair, yeah, that makes sense. It's just like he's on, like, oh, don't on. you, don't you worry, you'll be right back out. Like, yeah, I'll see you in tw- ten minutes, kid. Yeah. Don't worry. So like, I'm sitting up here at the bar, and then like, I start getting looks, man. And I don't know, like, you know, is it, you know, the color of my skin, or like, is it just like, do they think I'm a cop? Like, what is going on? Like, the you know, beanie. Yeah, like, well, it could be anything. You know what I mean? I don't know, and like. This area that I was at, like where this club is at, is like it's the uh, well, you, I guess you guys can look it up. It's the eighth most dangerous city in America. So, you know. <laughs> so they were like, "What not the a, fuck is this white dude doing down here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that, and so not really a, what I would consider to be a friendly environment, friendly environment, <laughs> or a nice place to raise a family. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. And so uh, you're not taking the misses out for family dinner. Yeah. Let's put it this way. Everyone who lives there is looking for a way to get out of there, right? <laughs> and uh, so there's like a little bit of like, you know, some tension. Like people are starting to kind of like catcall me a little bit. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like what's going down, man? Like, I got me, you know, I'm going to get in a fight. Then I'm going to be in some real shit. You know yeah. What I mean? They'll because, be like, uh, you got in a fight. What the fuck were you doing there in the first place? Yeah, that's going to be the first They're going to pin you to down and fucking just back to back blow blunt smoke in your face. <sighs> I'll <laughs> be like, you're going to fail the drug test I swear, today. I, did. I swear I didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, like I see there's like a situation that kind of brews, you know, and I'm like, okay, like how do I like defuse the situation? Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I see these guys and they're like all drinking Hennessy, right? And that's like their thing. And um, so I literally like just order like shots of Hennessy for everyone. 
and I'm like, hey guys, I was like, you know, like first time here. What I just went and like introduced myself, and I was just like super like generically white about it. <laughs> like I was just like, you're like, hello, you? my fellow Americans. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Oh, nice to meet you. First time here. And so, like, I give it to him. And dude, these guys were, like, the coolest dudes, man. So, it turned out, like, so a lot of them were, like, a lot of red and, like, red bandanas. It turned out they were, like, in a local chapter of the Bloods. And so, I bought them these drinks, and they were super appreciative. And then I spent, like, the rest of the night just hanging out at the table. <laughs> and then, like, I was, like, smoking Newports with them and shit. And, like, they were just, like, the coolest fucking dudes. And they were just telling me all these wild stories of, like, literally growing up, like, in the hood and on the streets and stuff. And. I was like, holy fuck, man. So cool. Look at those. Look, at that. Look, at, look what happens when you cross cultures and shit. <laughs> Learn but, something new every day. Yeah, but I started making jokes with them and stuff, you know? And then, like, they were laughing their asses off. And they'd just be like, oh, man, you funny as hell. I'd be like, cool. Like, thank I appreciate that, man. <laughs> be like, you know what? <laughs> there is a chance. We, we can. We, we can come together. I don't care. I don't care what those honkies say about you assholes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta say assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. But yeah, no, they were they were good guys, you know, just uh you know, kind of grew up in like a different lifestyle, man, you know. I don't have anything bad to say about that place. That is always fun to like be around people who have no I like just the two like whenever people have nothing in common, mm -hmm. that's always like it's fun. It's cool, it makes it interesting. Yeah. Everything they say to you is going to be entertaining and vice yeah. and vice versa. And it's shit that you would never even think of. Like you're like if you explain your mundane shit to them, it's probably fucking interesting. And it's the same with like vice versa. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing I have enjoyed about traveling the most, man. Is uh, you know, you get around people, man. Like you, I mean, you just go to these all these different countries, and my favorite part is like just talking to people. Yeah. And like getting a couple drinks in, like having that conversation, man, and like. Yeah, like comparing countries, comparing customs, traditions, mm -hmm. like what do you do? Like and, I mean that's how you really learn a lot about like a culture and oh, like, yeah. society in general, you know? Like, yeah, I mean I can't even tell you like how many nights I've just like had with like talking in like pubs with strangers, like all across Western Europe. Oh yeah. Know? Even in Asia too, you know. I will I still stand by this. Typically people that are non Americans are nicer than americans as far as like in america i'm not gonna i'm not gonna walk up to a random person and just strike up a conversation but if you're in europe like that's extremely common and everyone's i don't know cool about it yeah 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 Here's if, like if, if, if yeah like if someone does that shit to me and i'm at a local bar i'm gonna be like dude what the fuck's wrong with you man yeah yeah for sure man like you always think there's like some ulterior motive yeah like What's this guy trying to sell me? Which I've been in positions where there were ulterior motives. <laughs> that typically involved drugs or prostitution. <laughs> We've all been here yeah. before. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, in England, they would tell, like, it was very common for a random guy to buy another dude a drink. Whereas here, it'd be like, really? dude, yeah. I didn't like, spend that much time in England. Like, so the, first, the first time I went out, like, I'm randomly started talking to some people and it, I saw this dude he was like oh let me fucking buy you a drink and I was like no I'm good man and he was like no 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 he's like let me buy it it was like alright it was like I ain't gay he was like no dude what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> you think this weird that you had to bring up yeah, like, Yo, by the way I'm not, I'm not I gotta, gay dude <laughs> I gotta explain my sexuality to somebody yeah. he's like dude you're a fucking weirdo for talking about it I'm like man but oh yeah 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 dude uh you know, the Germans are really cool like that, too, man. Like, they're just all about just having, like, a good time. Or yeah. You know, one place uh, I wish I would have spent more time was Belgium. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Did you ever make it out to like Brussels and all that? I did, but I I went to like festivals in Brussels. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I never went to the actual like city and did, you, did anything there. Did you go to that? Was it Tomorrowland or? No, I went to one called Puckle Pop. Oh, I've heard about this. It one, was man. fucking yeah. awesome, dude. So it's EDM, rap, and metal all in one fucking three day event, and it's all going on at the same time. So yeah, I so saw awesome. fucking. I saw like multiple EDM artists that I liked at the time. I can't really remember their names, but I saw fucking Limp Biscuit was there. Travis Scott was there. Like really? just random ass oh, people. Shit. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Travis Scott, he's the one who's got that song where it's like it's cold like Minnesota. Is that him? Mm, no, is that I don't him? know. Is it Yachty? Probably. Yeah, I'm getting. I, yeah, it's, I think it's that Yachty kid or whatever. Maybe so. I don't know. I just remember it being a funny song. Cause I was just like, I was listening to it. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, you know, like some kid rapping about how cold it is in Minnesota. <laughs> it's like, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. That's, that's one thing I do miss about that area. Um, just in general is, you know, they, so many festivals, man. Like even down to like the local villages have festivals. Yeah. You know, there's always, there is, there's there. a much greater sense of community. It seems like mm-hmm. in the smaller towns, yeah. like around here, like it's still, it's close knit, but it's more of like drama. Like people know each other's business where in other countries, yeah. it's more of like community. Like people look out for each other. Yeah. People. Mind like, your own business. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. They're, they're like cordial and friendly, but it's like actually legitimate. It's not, I'm going to be friends to your face and talk shit about you behind your back. Yeah. Like American or tends like, to be. <laughs> or like catch you doing something. Like, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, do you see what I got? Like, oh, <laughs> you drank three beers at midnight. I seen you, motherfucker. Ooh. Like, isn't it? It's like, like when you're like in school or whatever, someone gets called to the principal's office. Yeah. But wasn't that a great feeling when you were the one that was like, Ooh. Instead of the one being called. <laughs> That's that's what it is, man. That's like the same thing with these internet trolls. All these people freaking out and blowing up, like spreading crap or whatever. All that is is people who like never actually left like high school. You know what I mean? They peaked. They peaked. They peaked in high school. And they still do like they're like 30 years old, just on the internet, just ooh, <laughs> doing yeah. that shit, dude. Be like, like, man, somebody's in trouble. I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I got my own shit to worry about. Especially like that cancel culture bullshit that's going on right now, dude. Because, like, when you really look into it, like, I'm sure there's, like, some legitimate cases, absolutely, right? Like, of, like, true, like, absolute hate speech, shit that, you know, not Some, cool. but at the, well, I'm, like, I don't, I don't care if people want to talk, like, hate speech shit, man. But, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, our policy, like, on this show is just, like, 100%, like, freedom of speech across the board. Like, yeah. Cares, man, I'm a firm believer that great ideas are born out of bad ideas, you know what I mean? Like, you got to shuffle through the bullshit to get to the good stuff, right? Oh, yeah. But, uh, but man, like some of those cancel culture, like issues you look into, man, like, God, dude, they're totally blown out of proportion and taken out of context. Like they'll take a clip of like a podcast and be like, look what this guy said. But it seems like just watch a minute or two before that. Yeah. And like the, especially with racism shit, like it seems like the people who care the most about it are not even the people who it affects. Like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Like, such as, know, like, Washington Redskins, for instance. Yeah, like, and then it's just, like, a bunch of, like, white... Yeah, like, white fucking Karens history. and shit care about that <laughs> shit. But Native Americans were like, we're being represented. Like, there's nothing bad about this whatsoever. I, I did, that shit's I did ridiculous. think that was cool, man. Like, how, like, they just basically came out and were like, no. Yeah, they're like, we're not offended by this. This is cool. Like, we appreciate 
this fucking what's happening like yeah and then i heard there was a there was a university in florida that kind of happened to i think it was university in florida and i can't i can't remember the name i wish i could but they have like a mascot that's like a full native american Mm -hmm. but like the head garment like the feathers like all the way hanging all the way down right and some like super like cancel culture like super liberal fucks just trying to get their name out there that's all it's about we're like talking about how horrible it was and it was like a stereotype to the community and then like literally the local tribe there like responded and they were like no we designed that costume mm-hmm. that's historically accurate like we have a good relationship yeah this is our too. fucking representation this is our thing yes and i thought that was so badass i was like oh hell yeah dude like but well, man, a story that's like close to home, you know, there's a town close to us called Nigton. It's about 25 minutes away that? from us. N-I-G-T-O-N. Oh, okay. There's All a right. sign and it says it's called Nigton and predominantly black place. But there was a bunch of white people that were like, oh, we need to change the name. This is racist. This is terrible. And the people of Nigden were like, no, leave us alone. We like this. This is our heritage. This is our, like, this is what we're, like, we're proud to be from fucking Nigden. We're like three generations deep here. Yeah. Don't come in here and try to. Yeah. So they canceled that. They were like, no, okay, we're going to, they left them alone. Because the people that it affected did not fucking care. It's the people that have nothing better to do with their goddamn time than bitch about stuff that doesn't even obtain, like, doesn't pertain to them at all. You know what's, you know what gets me about, like, all this cancel culture shit, right? Like, this, like, virtue signaling crap or whatever? Like, okay, they initially start them and they, they found them on what seems like good ideas, right? Yeah, on paper, it looked good. Equality, like, right? Like, it's in racism. It's in these issues, right? It's bigotry, whatever. Um, but the reality is they blow they, most cases way out of proportion where like the other 99% of the population is just like tired of hearing the shit. Yeah. Or they'll fixate on one fucking thing that happened without yeah. actually acknowledging the rest of the situation. Well, what has me concerned is like, especially now you look at everything, everyone's just like, oh, that's racist or that person's a racist, right? Yeah. So that is literally watering down true racism true like i wouldn't say like it's not mitigating it but it's just it's allowing it to thrive more you know what i mean because it used to be like it like it like takes away from what it actually is when it's happening so i think like what's going to happen is like the general public like won't even like they'll be like oh is that real racism or like or is it not you know it'll be like a boy who cried wolf scenario like we get tired of hearing it so much we just dismiss any fucking future evidence of it at that point yeah and i think that's a that's a really bad place to be man you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you get to the point where, like, people literally stop giving a shit. So, like, I don't know. Like, when I, when I see people, like, in that, you know, congressional hearing we were talking about earlier, Robert F. Kennedy um, Jr., you know, that woman was harping on racism and stuff. She knows what she's doing, but it's hurting the overall. Well, yeah, because she had no realistic argument. Exactly. 